Yay, you found us! This is the first episode of the Remote Lab podcast, and the main takeaway from this episode is that we love to explore the future of work, and we talk about in which ways we do that in the Remote Lab, and a little wink about the future episodes. Enjoy! All right, here we are, our first ever episode of this podcast, the Remote Lab podcast. I'm Anna Rex, and I work as a researcher for the Remote Lab. And today I'm here with Maria Svensson-Viklander, one of the founders of the Remote Lab. And we'll talk a bit about what we do and also give you a jumpstart on what this podcast will be about. So let's get right into it. What is the Remote Lab, Maria, and how did we get here? Well, the Remote Lab is a knowledge and development node for the future of work. And we want to increase the knowledge on how to set up or transform an organization into becoming more flexible and fostering employees to be more autonomous. And we believe that by doing so, we need to more research done within the field. So we jumped right into that. So we work on the whole spectrum from research, external monitoring, education to transformation of organizations and advisory to leaders and founders within different kind of organizations that can be in municipalities or uh, public organizations or nonprofits or companies, most companies, of course. And when we launched the Remote Lab in 2020, right before the COVID-19 pandemic hit hard on the world, we already had started our first research project. And we have been quite busy ever since, haven't we, Anna? We sure have. But how did we get here within this field? Well, it's not a common field to be in, but we we love doing things that are different. So I have been running different kind of organizations that has been fully remote for the last 15 years. For instance, I ran a digital agency and had a startup for professional athletes and co-founded also a nonprofit organization, to name a few. Uh, we were quite early in working fully remote, and I clearly remember when Slack came in 2013 and revolutionized our internal communication. In our customer projects, for instance, it became so obvious that we were having so much more well-functioning internal processes than our customers had, for instance. And we were also asked to share how to build successful remote teams. And so we started to write articles, we gave talks and sold consultancy within that area upon requests. And in 2018, me and a bunch of other people founded the co-working spaces Skomornasushund. And soon we realized that most of the people in need of co-working services were remote workers. And to Östersund, which is located in the middle of Sweden, considered to be the northern part in Sweden, people move because of lifestyle. We have a lot of mountains, a lot of skiing, a lot of nature, etc. So a lot of people bring their work. But they are often only or the only one or one of few in their organization and nothing is really deliberately done to support them or to give them equal opportunities within their organization and we want to change that that is really exciting i mean how wow a bunch of questions comes to mind but i'm going to start with what are we doing in the remote lab today to support that um that work 
So today we do our own reports, which you can find on our websites, remotelab.io. Most of them are done in a method called signal scanning, where we actually go out and look at the world and what happened, what is happening in different areas uh, that co is concerning of, of the future of work. And then we look at what will happen if this scales and become a new norm. How will that affect organizations? How will it affect the world or society? And how will it affect people? And we also do courses, tailor-made, but also masterclasses by ourselves or in collaboration with others. For instance, Hyper Island that we did the remote strategies course with. And in addition to that, we participate in research projects with the various universities and research institutes. We have been working with the Stockholm Resilience Center, with the Royal Institute of Technology. We have been working with Mid-Sweden University and Institute for the Future in Palo Alto, San Francisco, to name a few. And right now we have focus on, or most of our focus on the greens transformation and how new ways of working can support that as well as on innovation systems. But Anna, you are actually more in these research projects currently and have a lot of more insights in what we are doing. So please tell us. Wow. Yeah, well, like you said, um, within the remote lab, we try to work as broadly as humanly possible. We want to collect information, we want to create knowledge and disseminate knowledge and really try to provide as much insight to the business and to practitioners as, as possible, while also creating new knowledge going along the way. And right now we're in the middle of doing a study together with the Royal Institute of Technology and Telvikstanalys. And we want to find out more about how co-working spaces in Sweden contribute to the distribution of businesses outside of metropolitan areas, which is, you know, super exciting. Because like you said, usually there are sort of satellite workers outside of bigger cities that are like they, they work in smaller cities or in rural areas and what sort of support system do they need and by mapping this out and see how common this is the landscape changes of what needs to be done both politically and obviously within organizations and within the innovation system as a whole. So the purpose is to map out these how these joint spaces play a role in the innovation system in Sweden. And last year we created a map of all co-working spaces and all other forms of joint office solutions in Sweden. So we're building on that data set for this current study. Uh, and it turns out that co-working spaces or joint offices is a far more widespread phenomenon in Sweden than has been previously known. Uh, they occur in 200 of the 290 municipalities in Sweden, and the majority of them are outside of metropolitan areas, which, of course, is very interesting for the study we're conducting and has ramifications for both economic distribution outside of the big cities and also of the population, how it moves over time. And to tie in what you also said about the green transformation, we have found that these spaces are a big part of making the green transformation happen, both in terms of cutting commuting or pooling resources, as well as enabling different lifestyles, which is something we're discussing within another research project called Fairtrans. But we, I can go on for hours on this, but we'll get back to uh, this along the course of the spring as we move along with the study. So. 
to just summarize, we do a lot of things within the field of future work. And like you said, Maria, we like to do things a bit differently and try to try to do things that is not normally perceived to lie within a certain business, a certain field, and try to combine these things. And how do you see that these things connect? And why do you believe that this is important? Well, our vision within the Remote Lab is that we believe that a better society is built by global and universal exchange of knowledge and access to work opportunities, regardless of circumstances. That is, where you live or what background you have, for instance. We are creating the unifying global knowledge node around the future of remote work, but also co-working. And we want to be remain one step ahead at all times. And we stimulate, we collect and disseminate knowledge in order to facilitate transformation of working environments, enabling organizations to embrace the future. That is what we want to do. And I myself have a strong belief in the research that shows that, for instance, psychologically safe, flexible and structured organizations thrive better when it comes to finding new solutions, adapting to every changing world that we live in and also keeping up intrinsic motivation within their colleagues or employees. And all of this you can already find in remote organizations like GitLab, remote.com and Automatic because it's necessary in order to build a well-functioning remote organization. So we have a lot to learn from these organizations. And I also believe that in order to come up with new ideas, we need to put ourselves in new environments with new people and also expand our networks a week times because that is where we find our next ideas. It's not with the people that we hang out with all the times or our closest colleagues. It's from people that we meet from time to time and that we know the first name of, for instance. So this is where working spaces like co-working or maker spaces or fab labs comments come in. And this is also something that we will cover in upcoming episodes. So Anna, what are we going to cover? Like name a few examples of episodes or, or content of episodes mm. that we will cover. Oh, wow. Just off of the top of my head, obviously, we're going to get into the research part uh, more. And we're going to talk with experts and practitioners and see how the theory and the practice ties together when it comes to democratizing the workplace and creating better work environments and designing better work for everyone, really. Um, because like you said, it's both a question of remote and hybrid and also a question of co-working and how do we create office spaces or just joint spaces that is welcome and opening for everyone and also creating better work and better ideas. So we have a long list of guests that we hope to get on this podcast and really uh, try to widen your knowledge in just bite-sized formats to, to move forward. Super. All right. So um, I guess that's it for now. Yeah, so, I'm so much looking forward to this. It will be <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> me too. This is going to be great. Um, so thank you for listening and thank you for this. And uh, let's go change the world. Yay. Let's do that.
Okay, we're so glad to have you with us. And our next episode will be out in a couple of weeks. And then we'll meet Pauline Roussel, who is the CEO of Coworkies and an expert on coworking spaces and what makes them tick. In the meantime, check out our website, like Maria said. It's remotelab.io. And you'll find our reports there and more about us. And feel free to reach out if you want to join the conversation about the future of work. See you next time. Bye.